All right, what's happening? What is going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. Appreciate you joining us for a recap show. All right, let's get to it. The first Monday of every month, we like to go over all the picks. Now, the first Monday of every week, we simply recap the last week's picks we had and move forward. But the first Monday of every month, we recap all the picks. The picks from last week, last month, last year, and show total picks. So let's do that, and let's start off right with last week. Now, here's the thing. Since we do the first Monday of every month, sometimes we get a situation like this, right? Where today, uh, we're actually recording this Tuesday, but the Monday of this month was the 4th, right? So the entire weekend of picks I gave technically will fall into December. So I'm not counting this weekend under November's picks. But just to quickly go over the weekend, we were 4-2 and two overall. Uh, let's go in the order of the games we gave him here. So we did give a pick last, what was it, Tuesday or Wednesday? It was early in the week. We gave an NFL total under 41.5 for Pittsburgh, Arizona. So we took under 41.5 Pittsburgh, Arizona. That came in a winner. And then on Friday, we gave two picks for Saturday. So we actually had four total picks for Saturday this last weekend. The two we gave out on Friday, and then the two Saturday morning's quick picks that we added. So on Saturday, we were 2-2. Two and two. We won with the Dallas Stars, and we won with the Arizona Coyotes. We lost with Louisville in college football, and we lost with Iowa team total over in college football as well. That Iowa what was second half over a point or over a half point didn't end up coming in. So uh, two and two on Saturday. And then fast forward to Sunday, we had the Nashville Predators and they ended up winning. So overall last week, four wins, two losses, but that will go towards our December because obviously all those games were played in December. So let's wrap up our November. Looking at the entire month of November, we were 16 and 11. So finally, back on, and we've been back on track for a couple months. Now, if you listen through summer, we really had a pretty mediocre summer. We were doing very well heading into May. And then May, June, July, we kind of had a break even, losing a little bit, you know, three months, which is not a good span. But what we, in May, we went 11 and 16. In June, we went 13 and 16. And in July, we went 9 and 9. Obviously, a lot lower volume than we're getting this time of the year because there's simply not enough going on that we like to bet on. So we turned things around the start of August, August 13, 12, and 3, September 19, 19, and 3. And then last couple months, October, we went 21 and 16. And in November, we are 16 and 11. So. To go over November week by week, we actually started off November 5-0, and and kind of like today's show, we started off last month's recap show with that with that weekend, right? So last weekend, we started with the November with the November picks, which went 5-0, and and then the second week of November, we went 2-6, and uh, the third week, we went 5-2, and and then uh, the fourth week of November, we went 4-3. and So again, 5-0, and 2-6, and five and two and four and three to bring us to a total in November of 16 wins and 11 losses. So uh, the whole year so far, 2023, including the November picks, 174 wins, 152 losses and 10 ties. Now let's talk math because that's the important stuff here, right? We always talk about Yes, your winning percentage is important, but what's even more important than that is your break-even percentage because you could say, hey, I've got an 80% win percentage, and that sounds really impressive off the bat, right? But if every game you're betting is minus 1,000, of course you have an 80% win percentage, right? So it's not about your win percentage. It's about what is your win percentage compared to your break-even percentage. So on uh, or this year alone, 2023, as you know, we were kind of down for a little bit or for a little bit because of those months, uh, May, June, July. But we are back up uh, for the year. 
our record again, 174, 152, and 10. Uh, our winning percentage is 53.37, and our break-even percentage is 53.14. So we're slightly above. We were below there for the last couple of months. So we're finally back in the uh, in the black for the year. 53.37% win percentage with a 53.14% break-even percentage. All right, let's go over all the picks on the show we've given out since we started this in late 2021. In 2021, we went 17, 12, and 2. In 2022, we went 182, 153, and 16. And this year, we are 174, 152, and 10, which brings us to a grand total of, drumroll please, 324, 261, and 18. I'll repeat that. We have 324 wins. 261 losses and 18 ties. That brings us to a total of a winning percentage of 55.38. Again, we are winning 55.38% of our games and our break-even percentage is 53.17%. So let's go over that again, okay? Winning percentage, 55.38%. Break-even percentage, 53.17%. And that's exactly what you want. You want the break-even percentage to be lower than your overall percentage because that means you're obviously doing better than break-even, aka you're making money. Now, that may not seem like that big of a margin, and this is exactly my point. This is why I love doing these picks, because over the course of all these picks, especially for the listeners who have been with me since the beginning, you see that very, very thin margins pay off greatly in the long run. Now, we've talked about time and time again, you shouldn't expect to follow my picks and make a living betting sports, right? We don't give enough picks. It's too small sample size, things like that. But look at this alone, right? We've only given here 324 wins, 261 losses, 18 ties. We have even hit the 600 mark yet, right? So we haven't even hit like the statistical significance mark yet. But my point here is you may see 55.38% win percentage, 53.17% break even percentage and go, huh, what is he working with? A 2% edge? That can't be that much. And it's really not. Well, by the way, I'm not working with the 2% edge. That's that's over the top. But that is a lot. That's a big, big number in terms of the edge. If you're repeating a process in the gambling sense, um, I think a better way to look at that is the actual dollar amount, right? Or maybe the actual unit amount. So after all those bets, 324 wins, 261 losses, 18 ties, what that means is we're up right around 30 units. It may not seem like that, but margin pays off in the long run. And 30 units is nothing to sneeze at, given a couple, you know, five, six, seven picks, uh, picks away a week on this show, right? So I'm happy with these results. I think you all should be too. You know, it's so funny. This is why I never, ever have sold picks or have given picks out from a monetary standpoint because I don't think that even if you pay for someone's picks, you can recreate what I do. Now, that may seem demoralizing, but I think that's the reality of what goes on in the sports betting world. The reason I say that is there's a lot of people out there who sell picks, who say we're pros, we find value, we find plus EV picks, and they want to get you in on the action. But the way I've known sports betting to be, the way we do picks on this show, the way that those other people who sell picks do picks is not the reality for how you win long term. I mean, look, I love that we have a winning, uh, win, uh, positive win percentage on here. And look, every bet that I think we give out is positive EV. So over the long run, we certainly will win on this show more than we will lose. I can guarantee that. But, you know, when you actually look at what it takes to win as a sports better, I'm not making seven bets a night and then just watching the games. Um, I'm constantly 
hedging, arbitraging, doubling down, buying on, buying off. You know, it's such a hands-on profession. It's such a hands-on job. It's a misconception that people like me who do this for a living just pick 55, 56% winners and we watch the game, crack open a beer, watch our games going. That's not what happens. And when I say that's not what happens, all I mean is that's not the reality for how a professional sports better makes enough money to have a living, to pay the bill, to pay the mortgage, pay the bills, be able to go do things, right? That's my point here is we can all make a little bit more money if you follow these picks. You can, of course, start making a lot more money if you stop making parlays, start making singles, follow picks like this, start betting smarter. Anyone out there can start making money every month. I'm not saying if you follow these picks, you can't make money every month. Absolutely, we can make money. I'm saying to crank out enough money to call it a job, you're not just betting and watching. And then look, I don't want to make people upset thinking that I'm giving picks out that I don't have. Every pick that I give on the show, I have in my portfolio. Now, I may be buying off or on or in the middle of the game, I may do something with my position because that's what I need to do to keep doing this. But I can guarantee every pick I have on here, I give on here is a, in my eyes, winning plus EV pick. It just may not seem like it based on my buying, selling. So what's the point of this? My point is on this show, I'm proud of the win percentage. I think we're doing a great job. I think if you have been following the picks, you should continue to follow the picks and we're, and we're, we're doing great. This is about, in my opinion, as good as you can do, even with a paid service. Because like I said, the people who pay for this stuff, they're doing the same thing I'm doing. I'm just choosing not to pay, giving the information out on the podcast, you know, the, the, the syndicates, the individuals, they're literally doing the same thing I'm doing. So in my opinion, there's no more value paying 50, 100, 150, 300 bucks a month to get other picks, you know, from someone else. Now, if you trust them, if they're really good at what they do, then that's one thing. But I've always said, if you can actually bet sports for a living, if you have cracked the code and you know how to win long-term betting sports, why in the world would you spend eight hours a day on Twitter <laughs> selling pigs, giving advice. It's like, you know, the reason that we're not on Twitter, and by the way, we have a Twitter, if you want to contact the show, at SBD underscore POD, at SBD underscore pod. But look, we don't, we're not on there because... I'm just not on social media a lot, but I don't have the time. You know, it's like, ask yourself, these quote unquote pros who have this amazing win percentage who are on Twitter tweeting every 30 minutes, why are they on Twitter tweeting every, <laughs> every 30 minutes, right? It's so silly. And I actually heard Bill Burr talking about this. I don't know if it was a stand-up special or what I heard. It was like last week. He was talking to someone making fun of those kind of people. And I'm going, that is so funny because it's so true. When you really break it down and think about it, no one in their right mind who can do this legitimately would spend their time dealing with people. Oh, all this, uh, spending tweets and uh, this and that. You would just do it for yourself because it's a lot less headache, a lot more money for you. And it's a lot easier, frankly, than trying to tout on Twitter, get people to buy your packages. So anyway, long roundabout way of talking about things there. But it is interesting, I think, the way that these picks are made, the way we go about stuff. We have a winning record on here in front of the world. 324 wins, 261 losses, 18 ties for uh, up about 30 units on the show. So I know it was a little bit of a rambly podcast, but stay tuned. Uh, what we're going to do is come out with, with another quick pod for Tuesday. So it'll be a quick pod given an NFL pick away this weekend. And then on Wednesday's show this week, it's going to be a nice, meaty show. We're going to talk about the idea of sports betting being a multiplayer game so stay tuned on wednesday for that but a lot of content coming up this week we'll talk to you then right here on sports betting daily